I don't care what you think. You can think I'm lazy, but I'm going to go kill it in the gym tomorrow. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to like waste my energy on this menial, stupid job because this is my life. And my goal is not to work here for the rest of my life. My goal is to grow my legs and that's what I care about. So I will do (laughs) my job, but only to the point that it doesn't sacrifice my actual goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's like the software that's running in the back of a young bodybuilder's head, right? Hey everybody, welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding episode 115. Of course, I'm here with Dusty Hanshaw and Scott McNally. I'm Big Ron Parlow. And on today's show, Dusty's got a ton of questions. Scott's got a couple questions. And we've got lots to talk about on It's Just Bodybuilding. Hey, so I guess you guys must have stuff then, if I've said so. Yeah, right? we, we have to, now that you've done that. I'm just excited that you were able to do such a clean intro after taking a week off to go to Hawaii <laughs> and ride bicycles. Yeah, yeah, a little holiday. It was pretty fun. And you guys had a, had Tommy on the show. That was that was fun too, I bet, you know? Mix it up a little. Oh, we were trying to see, I needed somebody to save us. Because literally, so, I, I saw, shot Scott a message, and I was like, Scott, looks like it's just us. He's like, there's no fucking way this is going to work. you got to find somebody. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, okay, sorry. So I got on it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, sorry, I forgot to tell you guys that I wasn't back yet. I kind of got sidetracked with riding bicycles in Hawaii. I bet. That's a good reason. Bikes yeah. and hoes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was cool. I, uh, I figured, hey, if I'm there, I should send an Instagram message to, you know, a couple of the guys there that are on the scene and uh so i just uh shot this guy named bobby i shot him a message i said hey i'm from canada and i kind of know these guys that you know you know me mind if i come down and say hi and he's like yeah fuck we'll be in this parking lot saturday afternoon down by the beach just come find us that's cool so i just went down there like 1 30 in the afternoon and just like look for guys on bikes look for like 40 year old dudes on bikes <laughs> and it's gotta um, stand out pretty solid you're like nope 12 that's not them yeah yeah no they weren't hard to find they were they they weren't hard to find it was pre- it's it's such a beautiful place have you guys been to hawaii never no it's fucking pretty cool it's um i mean we were in honolulu uh waikiki specifically so that's like the kind of like the surface paradise of Honolulu, like, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like the, the, the touristy beach part of the city. So it was, it was, you know, it was awesome. It was a great holiday. Um, but yeah, I went down and found those dudes and, uh, and they were just like right away. I was like, Oh, Hey, like, you know, just chatting instant friends, you know, just like, just like you would if you walked into a gym that you'd never been in. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh, you know, so-and-so and Oh, you're friends with my friend and just that small world type of shit. And, um, so yeah, they were awesome. And the one dude had a bike that was like pretty similar setup to how I have mine. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe I could pull a few tricks on this one, you know, because that's really hard to hop on someone else's bike. It's like totally set up different. It feels like alien, you know. Um, so yeah, I managed to get a few uh, tricks for the gram, you know, as you do. You have to make it look good if you're, you know, going to be in Hawaii. I have to imagine yeah. pricing on stuff like the cost of that bike to ship it all the way out there or like gym equipment everything's really expensive out there isn't it 
Yeah, you know, you have to think like that's something that was actually on my mind a lot was every single thing that there is there. You're like, eh, yeah. this got put on a boat at one point <laughs> in a big box and it cost a lot of money to get it here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or an airplane, you know? So, you know, when you like, like one of the things I was talking to Mark, the owner of Iron Hawaiian Fitness, because we, we shot a mutant on a mission. We shot two episodes actually. Oh, nice. We shot one at, at Iron Hawaiian and, uh, which is where the rock likes to train when he's in town. He trains there whenever he's in the area and, um, cool gym, really cool gym. And you know, you, you have to think he's like, we're a little limited. I can't just buy something off Facebook marketplace that's yeah. in the next state over. Right. He's Correct. like, if there's, if I want a flex fitness leg press, I have to try to find one that's like already fucking here. Huh. And that's, that's what makes it tough, you know, but he had all these cool pieces cause stuff finds its way. You know, someone brought a flex fitness leg press at one point, wound up in some gym somewhere and now he's got it, you know, but it's just, uh, you know, the isolation is it's, it's funny. You're, you know, like I've flying, I've, I've flown to London a bunch of times, right? Mm -hmm. And that's less time over the water hmm. than the flight to Hawaii, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. it's true. Yeah. It's, it's like six hours of just water because I leave Vancouver and it's like just water and then you land in Hawaii and you're like, holy fuck, they're really out there. Like there's <laughs> there's That's nowhere wild. to land if you miss the island. Yeah. Like, it's not like you can, <laughs> you know, if you miss London, you can land in Sweden or Germany or wherever the fuck you miss. <laughs> right. But you miss Hawaii and it's like, damn, <laughs> you better have enough gas to get to fucking you know, China. <laughs> so, or, you know what I mean? Like wherever the yeah. fuck you wind up. Another thing that was funny about going to Hawaii was I actually, for some reason, I thought it was just above the equator. So I thought it was going to be fall there, but right. it's just below. So it's actually springtime coming into summer. So it was huh. a little hotter than I expected. I thought it would be like, I'm like, oh, it's falling away. That won't be too bad. Then I got there and it was like 30 and I was like, oh, fuck. And I realized, yeah. So, you know, stuff like that, you got to be prepared. Almost took the wrong clothes. Dusty and I are confused right now. We're like, 30. yeah, when he's at 30, I was like, what the, that's fucking freezing. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. It's below so, freezing, yeah. in fact. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. 30 would be like, I don't know, like, you know, 80. Okay. 85. Yeah. yeah. 90? Listen, Maybe 90. Uh, I don't know. Now I, now I need to know. Scott, look I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> Anyways, this will bother me for the rest of the show. I'll be distracted. I won't. I'll be worse than usual. It's not trying good. to decide how hot I actually was. I don't know if he was. Yeah, actually that's, now hot. I'm starting to judge you a little bit. Okay. Like 80. That's beautiful. 86. 86. Oh, see? Yeah. But with a breeze, yeah. a better a constant like island breeze, right? Yeah, it was it was nice. And everyone's like, oh, it's really humid here. And I'm like, well, technically, it's not that bad. To, it wasn't that bad to me. I wasn't like soaking in sweat all the time or anything like that. I mean, right now in Vancouver, it has been raining for two weeks so hard that we've got massive evacuations and floods. People have lost their homes. There's small towns that have been just completely taken. The highway from here to the to Kamloops, and the giant highway that they built like 25 years ago, got like washed out, yeah. removed, like. There's so much rain here. It's 99% humidity yesterday. 
because like you can't get any more water in the air like it's fucking it's just falling out of the air it's just like a snorkel when you went to the gym yeah how's that work yeah 99 percent humidity pouring rain like pouring like gutters flushing like water just running people's basements getting flooded like my buddy went down in his basement the other day the water was like a foot deep he's like oh fuck came up the drain right right so you know that's you know we're at max humidity we're living in like water world right now but fortunately the gym is just high enough that you know hasn't gotten taken out yet so nice you're above the street that's perfect you gotta gotta come up that little bump to get into the parking yeah just a just a little bit but the river is only a few blocks away over by fit foods and the river is not that far from the bank (laughs) i was gonna say that affect fit foods at all no, no, not unless it comes over the fucking bank. <laughs> That's some scary shit. That the, the base yeah. you guys are going. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to not rain for one whole day. So, see, I feel like Paul. We're talking about the weather. <laughs> well, this is extreme weather, which makes it interesting. Normal weather yeah, means you yeah, have nothing to talk about. You know? No, sure. I know. I know. But no, things have been going good. Um, like I said, it was good to get away. I recommend Hawaii. Next time I go, I'm going to go make sure I, I get like a couple of days to go to Maui because everyone was saying, oh, trip number two, you got to include Maui, which is another island, right? You have to go there. Apparently, that's the that's more real Hawaii, you know, less tourists, not as like, you know, mm-hmm. more chill, sort of like, yeah, yeah, more chill. So everyone's telling me to go to the real Hawaii, which is another island. So we'll see. I, I hopefully there's a trip too. You know, I'd like to go back. Well, I'm sure there's. A, he does the show every year. You know, as long as, as, long as Sean yeah. stays on board, I imagine there'll be another trip. <laughs> or you just know, a holiday. Part of the master plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just me on so my Scott, own. Scott, did we have any um, uh, questions in the YouTube? Well, people were reeling. So Ron, you missed it. I totally called Dusty out. I told him that his training is shit and that nobody terrible. terrible nobody should do it. <laughs> I saw it. No, well, <laughs> I did know that you talked to you said nobody should row like Dusty. It, it was he like really meant train in general. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, he, he wanted to keep it nice, you know what I mean? It, that and, was more like magic. a that was like a, a, a like um I don't want to say clickbait, but it was a it was a fitting it was a good title. You know what I mean? It was like a little drama in there. So what kind of what kind of comments did you get? Did people say, "Yeah, finally, finally, Ron doesn't fucking say anything; he just lets it slide." <laughs> <laughs> finally, Ron disappears, and Scott just calls this shit out of him. Finally, someone ends <laughs> up for what is right. No, we had a, yeah, we was... we did just had a few people. They were all polite about it, but they're like, "Yeah, now that you mention it." I've seen him row, and I know, like, I couldn't do that. Now, but now, now that we've had this conversation, because Dusty has said, like, I've taught people how to row like this, and they do it well. You've he showed you how to do it, right, Ron? Like, you guys have well, done the one this. off the, the one off the floor, the pendulum rows where you touch the floor. Yeah, yeah, I had never done those before, so my first time oh. ever was with Dusty at Dino's. But yeah, and he's still but- standing. Spine still intact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Still standing. Yeah, yeah. I went up to everything still two. worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did all right. I did all right for a first timer, you know? Yeah. 
it, flow, it was yeah. good. Yeah, we had we had some fun though, Ron, because it was so funny. But that Scott and I talked before the show, and it's like everyone thinks that you have to either agree on everything with people or hate them. Those are the rules of the world now. It's like you know, right? Those are your options. You can agree <laughs> with me, or I can fucking hate you. That's it. it's so. <laughs> we we had this funny. We were out for dinner with one of my coworkers, George, and his wife. And uh, it was funny. Yeah, you know, George. And um, it was funny because Emily said, she's like, yeah, Ron just doesn't care about anyone. He doesn't care about other people. And everyone kind of laughed. And I was like, it's not that. I just like, I'm so busy just trying to keep my own life on Hmm. track. I feel like I'm just constantly like, like just like full speed, barely staying in my lane, like just so much going on that when someone says like, oh yeah, so-and-so did this. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Good for them. And then I just move on. Right. I don't like have to have an opinion. I don't have to like contribute my make a post. thoughts, make a post, screenshot it, show it to everyone. <laughs> make sure everyone I mean? gets on I your just, side in the argument yeah, that doesn't I, even I just, exist. So whenever I see someone do that, like there's someone that I toxically follow and I actually unfollowed them this weekend because it was toxic. It's good. Everything everything that that person did had to be recorded and storied. So like if they had an argument with someone in traffic, it would be recorded and then it would be storied. Look at this fucking idiot I had to argue with in traffic. Dusty, oh, are you man. checking to make sure it was? Yeah, I was making right sure now. that he didn't uh, block me. I was just. I, I saw mean, you looking at the phone. Really oh, quick. I was I, like, wait a minute! I didn't really think I worded it that way. <laughs> I couldn't find yeah. Ron. I can't find Ron. On I was wondering why I couldn't see his page anymore. I wanted to see some <laughs> What the hell is going you know on what I mean? here? And then no, they you know what's funny else. about that. Yeah, is uh, I had that conversation this weekend. So, a girl. This has actually happened a couple times, but I love this one. This girl posts a picture, a selfie before training, and she's like, gotta get the selfie before training. Then the next picture, the next story is, I just found out that my that my pants were see-through. That's so embarrassing. I'm like, well, if it was so embarrassing, why did you tell 3,000 additional people? But did she include a pic? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, see, no, I didn't like because, see your asshole or anything. Yeah. It was very disappointing. Yeah. I was like, well, I want to be the judge of this. Yeah. Yeah, that shit drives <laughs> me batshit. I'm like... You would need a ten. There was another one. It was funny, actually. Gina jumped on this. Nobody commented. That's what it what? is. Well, the, the, this is the, the thing. So didn't get enough comments. So she's like, "Oh my yeah, god, I can't yeah. believe my pants were see through in that last picture that you can go back and still look at." <laughs> it's not gone yet. You know what was funny was uh, there was another occasion where a girl put up a post, like an actual post, and she's a pretty well known. Um, I think she was a bikini pro back in the day or whatever. But she talks about how. She had her period in in Target, and it was bleeding through, and it was so embarrassing. And she posts about it, and I love it though because Gina goes on there and goes, "You really have issues if this is how you need to get attention so badly that you posted this story." Like she like literally just oh god unraveled on this chick. It was amazing. I'm like agreed. It was so embarrassing <laughs> yeah. that I wanted to show everybody that this is what happened. I'm like, yeah. Ugh. Anyways, I yeah, see Ron, I'm starting you don't to, care about people and I just hate them. So anyhow, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm starting to like, I've been on a tear, man. I've been fucking unfollowing people like crazy. And a lot of like, a lot of like the hot sort of fitness girls in the industry that mm-hmm. I maybe followed because they had like 
they followed me and they had 500,000 followers. So I followed them back or whatever. I'm just like, uh, I gotta, and I don't want to see your shit anymore. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Just cause it's like, I don't need my brain. Like, you know, the whole thing, like what you put in your brain is part of your diet. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, fuck, I've had all this, I've been consuming all this junk food by accident and I got to like get rid of it. So like anyone with all that, anyone with all that negative shit, you know what I mean? Like here's my, me and my neighbor fighting. Mm. I'm like, ugh, fuck off. Yeah. Like, I don't, See, I, like, you know what I mean? You take a bad approach to it though, Ron. Like what we like to do, you know, when you find the people who put the quotes on, like every single picture is a quote. Yeah. We'll have an argument back and forth in our house where she'll read a quote and then I'll try to double back with a quote that I read on someone else's page. And we'll just read through it to sound just to really drive home how stupid these people sound. Yeah. I'm like, do you have any actual thoughts of your own or just quotes? Interesting. Right. They also don't saying. apply to your asshole, but whatever. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So, yes. I'm glad to know that you don't care about anyone except for me, Ron, because I'm still being no. followed. Yeah, no, still following you. Still following Scott. I, I um I, I care about Scott and his guns. Thank you. And my guns are grateful for that too. They all deserve respect. How many so, guns are there now, Scott? Not many. Uh, in fact I lost them all in a boating accident. They're gone. Ah, it happens. Yes. I heard about oh, that. You have fuck, no guns bad. now. Yeah, none. No. Yeah. It's we cool didn't get that a, you borrow some to go out sometimes. That's cool. It's, it's probably good that they're at the bottom of a lake, though. That way everyone's safe. Everybody's safe that way. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Bottom of Lake Michigan, somewhere, never to be found. Something like that. We didn't yeah. even know what lake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, good luck. Um, I'm still waiting to get my gun license because I mailed it away and everything, you know. But of course, the Canadian government says, you know, please allow, you know, between one and 27 months. Yeah, for our government workers to stamp your piece of paper and mail it back to you, because that takes months and months and months. Huh. So we'll see. That's but as soon as I get it, as soon as I get it, I'm going shopping. Nice. So we'll see. Yeah, Ooh. I just hope I get it before you know. There's some new Canadian law where you can't buy any guns. Yeah, now it's over. You missed that window. You know, I hope I yeah. get my guns just in time that I can lose them in a lake. Yeah, right. <laughs> it happens. Maybe it fell off the ferry, even though you didn't have it on there yourself. You know? Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Okay, Dusty, what's going on? You got a million questions. I saw you put up a box. I do. I've got. I've got some good ones. I got some good questions. I got some all over the place questions. Um, so yeah, let's um, let's run with a few. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna ask the questions. You guys are gonna answer, and then if I have anything to add, which I won't, then I'll add. All right, here we go. How do you give someone advice to get back to being motivated after being out so long? Huh. I would just like remind them of how great it is to have structure in your day and, re and remind them of how how much more you know happy and productive and healthy they're going to be by having this you know positive thing to do with their time try to approach it from that point of view because i think that you know just saying like oh can't you wait to look awesome it's like well yeah it doesn't really how, how they look isn't really the main thing for a lot of people that bodybuild which is funny i mean yeah they want more muscle and stuff but like we all know it's how you like it's 
you know, how you feel that really is part of it, you know? So I would try to approach it that way, you know, maybe if it, that doesn't work, call him a fat fuck. Yeah, true. <laughs> Just tell him to go get naked in front of a mirror. Obviously, yeah, go get naked in front of a mirror. We got some problems here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about you, Scott? You know what? I feel like, well, I think all of us have dealt with this at one point or another. And I think it's important to say that because I think a lot of times when people are watching a podcast and they're like, oh, it's Dusty Henshaw, pro bodybuilder, Ron Parlow, pro bodybuilder. These guys have never felt unmotivated, you know, like it's, right. it's but it is an all of us kind of thing. And I think that what I find is it's important to not get overwhelmed by like what I want to achieve long term. You know, if I if I were to say to myself, like after I got sick, like, OK, I, I want to get back to like the level of focus I had going into that show in 2017, like to build that overnight would be, it would be overwhelming, but I can be like, Hey, you know, I'll take it one step at a time. I'll make sure that I get to the gym at three o'clock every day, you know, little things and then build off of it. And that if you are doing better than you were the week before, even if it's not absolutely perfect, that you're progressing. And with that, I think that you'll gain or you can gain more momentum that way. You know, I would also tell someone who's been out for a while, I would tell them that now is an especially important time to log book a lot of stuff hmm. because they're going to see drastic improvement yeah. and they're going to see it on the paper right in front of them. And it's going to reinforce like, it's one thing if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I've, I've gotten a lot stronger since I got back in the gym two months ago. But it's another thing when they can look at a paper and they're like 50 pound dumbbells for six. And now I'm doing the 100 pound dumbbells for eight. Yeah, Holy right. fuck. Like that's like a really huge reinforcement of and maybe it's only been two, three months. Right. Like if they're coming back yeah. from not training at all, yeah. it could be that drastic of a strength. It could literally be doubling their strength. For someone who has been out of the gym for a long time or something you know come back sure. in and squat two plates and it's hard and then three months later they're squatting four plates like that could theoretically happen so right. and that would be enormously reinforced that would reinforce their you know positive feedback and all that stuff so i would say log booking would be really really important plus just getting on the meals and stuff it would all really help yeah yeah one thing i was going to add is um it pertained to bodybuilding itself, not going to the gym, not being in shape. I think one thing that I've found with clients even uh, is you'll have people that are super focused and they're locked in and then they got some things with their kids or they got injuries, or they got something. And then they really have this mental, they, like they really think they need to get back and they really, really struggle with it. And they, I mean, literally like year two years goes by and they can't get clicking. Um, right. I feel like sometimes people need to realize that some things in your life are seasonal, meaning you might be done with bodybuilding competitively. You might want to look at doing something else. Like I think sometimes we try to force ourselves back into a space we used to be in because maybe in our brain there's unfinished business or something like that. When in reality right. it, it is okay to look and sometimes be like, yeah, I did that. And Maybe I'm done with it for now. And you and you might step away and do something else and then realize, no, I'm not and come back. But I feel like sometimes forcing something like that just doesn't 
necessarily work, you know? So right. I just think there is something to be said when, you, when you're looking at the really high levels, you know, I think you absolutely should be worried about health as far as some form of a workout, not eating like a complete asshole, but it is okay to be done with bodybuilding if you realize that it's just not there. Cause like you said, Scott, we've all had those times, but for example, training that has never happened to me in my entire life. Like there's just nothing right. I would rather do than go to the gym. Yeah. But if you, you know, I mean, I just put on my story this morning, like, you know, somebody asked what my diet was and I think they meant exactly. And I was like, well, to be honest with you, I don't eat enough. Like, because at this point, when it's time to push food down, I'm like, oh God. Whereas when I was competitive and that was the most important thing in the world, I didn't care. The food was going down, it didn't have to taste good. I didn't have to want to eat it. It did not matter, it was going down. Now I'm like, eh, I don't want to eat this bad enough to oh, push it down. I almost <laughs> died forcing steak down. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should factor these things in. But, but no, I mean, really, I do think that that's something people shouldn't be afraid to look at because I do feel like in the industry, it's kind of like if you guys have ever, if you guys ever seen like the responses, even to like Jay Cutler or Kevin Lavroni downsizing, and people are like, I can't believe he'd let himself do that. And I'm like, what? Well, they don't realize I mean, how a, they high look great and B they're yeah. done. Like what do they have left to prove? You know? Yeah. And I, <laughs> I was talking to some, uh, a guy that I know who used to compete. He was really good. And, um, He's like, yeah, no, I just, I want to, I just want to go in the gym now and do like four sets of 10 on three or four exercises for each body part and just look great and still have the routine of a bodybuilder, but I don't care how much I lift and I'm just chasing a pump and it's, it's actually still fun for me to train like that. Go in. Mm -hmm. I just like to do the movements. I like to have fun in the gym and, uh, and you know, like that's enough. Like, you know, he's still working out. He's still working out. He's still getting his exercise. He's doing his cardio. He's eating better than everyone else. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it's there's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll see where I wind up in a few years. Maybe I'll just be chasing the pump. <laughs> I do. I do go a lot lighter. I have lightened up on a couple things. My shoulders. I had to be careful. My overhead pressing got really rough there right before Braden's show. Mm. But that's because mm -hmm. I was like training. I was trying to like, you know, I was pushing him. So I was training like just as hard. And my right. shoulders started to hurt. Like I'd warm up on the presses and I'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know if I should be pressing today. You know what I mean? And by the time you get to like fourth warm up set, I'd be like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. It'll and, be fine. Uh, it's sand now instead of clicking. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just warm up till the Velcro sounds go away. Let's see here. Okay. Oh, this is this is a good one, and I think you guys will like this. What do you guys think about banded deadlifts for backs, for back training, or do you think oh. it's better to just do regular? That's the full question. Well, so. <laughs> well, um, so have you ever seen like um, like when someone just drapes a band over the bar and then stands on it? Yeah. Yeah. So we do those for hamstrings. Like we'll do stiff leg deadlifts, but we'll do them on the platform instead of mm -hmm. out of the rack. And we'll just set up on the platform and it's just that first rep from the floor. But then the other reps, you just, you know, do your stiff legs and having the band on there actually targets the glutes in the top third of the motion. Okay. That's what yeah. is getting hammered. So I wouldn't even say I feel it 
I feel like it really digs into your back that much more than the movement itself. The bands seem to be like, they really trigger the glutes because you're, you know, at the very top of the movement. And I, I like to do mine. So I go dead straight at the top with my glutes flexed mm-hmm. and, um, and with the band on, you're standing there like holding it and you, your glutes are like crampy. Mm. They're like, right. you know, and as soon as you bend a little more, they just go, fuck, they take all that band. Right. And, and, uh, so I don't know about deadlifting with bands for the back. Cause I honestly, I don't know if I've ever banded a, a like, a, you know, a floor deadlift for back. I don't remember right. if I, I think I've have. seen, I know Hunter has, but I don't know if they were deads or if they were. Yeah. Does he have um, like a platform that has bad, has bad yeah. pigs on it? He probably has yeah, one of those. Yeah, but I can't remember what it, I don't, I, somebody will know that's watching. They're irritated right now that I don't remember, but um, it's either that or he just, he's done, or he does rack deads that way. One of the two. Um, yeah. And I definitely yeah. like, I see that stuff as i mean a fun but b like talk about a great way to make sure you can finish your deads um because that's usually how i stop on a on a rep range is i'll come up and i know i can't finish the rep like my shoulders Mm. will be forward at the top of the last rep and i'm like okay that's it right yeah you know where so so having that that be the hardest part would definitely strengthen that that you know the finish of the rep yeah, and for, for sure. people who don't know that all that that all came out of West Side Barbell with Louis Simmons, the guy's yeah. band in the you know oh you're having a hard time locking out with 700. Well, let's do rack deads and we'll band the fuck out of the top and you'll pull into bands for a bunch of shit and then when you go back to your floor deadlifts that you'll be able to stand up with them you know yeah so like ever, all that ever, strength. You guys ever watch that? I know Ron, you did. Oh. You and I talked about it, but Scott, did you ever watch that uh, that documentary? No. West Side versus the World. No, because I don't watch a lot of TV. Victoria wants to watch it, and in order for us to watch TV together, it has to be like she can't watch it right before bed because it'll get her like too wound up, you know. And so we have waited this long. She's coming here in a couple of weeks, so I'm gonna I'll make that's a. I got to make a note. That's like a good one. Like when make we can watch TV during yeah. the day and it's not too exciting, then we will watch yeah, it. You, you I've heard it's awesome. That because it's, it's what I love about that is, I mean, a, they were so ahead of the game, but I just love like when he's talking about the bands, they had no idea. So they would just throw huh. bands on and like, it wouldn't work. He's like, Oh fuck. That, that was too many. All over the place. Yeah. Yeah, they. He said he went to. What did Louis say? He said he was talking to some like he was reading those Russian textbooks, wasn't he? Yeah, that, I can't well, remember how what, the story how he went. Got started on the yeah the bands was, instead of just using the um the chains. Yeah, because they were doing dynamic loading because that that like had begun, and he was reading these Russian textbooks, and and then the bands like, showed up somewhere, and so they just thought, well, let's just band the fuck out of every single thing. Huh. So they were banding yeah. like every movement they were doing, they were banding. And then guys were just getting crushed under bands. And they're like, oh, I guess that's too many bands. We'll take some bands off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's why I love those. So, that, like when you realize that those things, like hearing those old stories of how things come about is always exciting to me. Like I remember similar situation, but uh, like I think it was, uh, fuck, who was it? Was it Duchesne back in the day? He was the big guru right yeah with the drugs and everything uh john romano told a story at one point where i guess he came busting into his apartment when he lived in california he's like hey man 
uh, when I pass out, hit me with this. I just took a bunch of insulin. But he wanted to be able to explain everything that happens from when you start feeling your hands get tingly to where you start shaking all the way to passing out. And that's, it's funny, but it's like, well, that's how you find out how this shit happens because some crazy bastard's like, well, we got to know. I mean, yeah. Yeah, like before him, nobody knew about like clenbuterol as being a potential fat loss agent. But now, now, like that's all you think. You're just programmed. You're like, oh yeah, clen for dieting, right? Beta agonist. Like it was made for that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was created for fat loss drug, right? Yeah, (laughs) no, it's not a fat loss drug at all. Not even remotely. (laughs) It wasn't even in their daydreams when they made that drug. It had nothing to do with fat loss. Is it? Yeah, people, they don't even know it's an asthma drug. It's so funny. But I don't have asthma. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do if you want to get this drug. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, man. Uh, fire away. You got another one? Of, co- of course. Dusty's got good ones. I didn't do a question block. I saw Dusty did one, and I went, you know, we're going to have plenty. Oh, I, plus I have a few from, like, leftover because I had some for last week's show. I have one, one follow-up. I have one follow-up from last week, too. Oh, okay. Do you want to do the, do you want to do the follow up, Dusty? Yeah, you sound, do you want to do? You, you sounded like you had something good. They're not going anywhere. They're okay, these, dude. Okay. <laughs> so, Dusty, uh, what were your tips that Dante gave you for digestion? You mentioned he helped you, but then mm. you didn't say what those tips were. So he didn't. What, that conversation that he's talking about, it wasn't about digestion. It was about hunger. Oh. Um, so what we were discussing were. And I mean, a lot of the stuff Dante's one of a million times, but what he had actually sent me was um, a cereal that I liked. I did talk about that, like a Cocoa Puffs fake uh, that had like 18 grams of of protein in it. So it was more about things that are easy to get down, um, which in the past with situations like that, like what I used to do, again, when it was size or, or, or nothing, was chicken wings, which I've talked about a million times. Like that was my go-to with Dante back in the day. It was like, if you can't eat, go order 36 chicken wings and watch a football game. You'll eat them. You know, right. uh, snacking is never difficult. Um, but now that I, I really don't, it sounds funny, but I really don't like eating that way anymore. So it's become more difficult to eat when I'm not feeling like it. Cause it's like, I have chicken and rice. Yeah. Not what, you know, so, and I do shakes, um, every now and then, but it's something, you know, it's, it's funny. And I talked about the last episode is I don't like things like that if they don't taste good. Like we talked about that when I see a diet cookie, I'm like, fuck off. If you need a cookie and you're not in prep, eat a goddamn cookie, move on with your life, call it a day. I like crumble cookie by the way, but anyways, we'll get into that later. Oh, so good. That made me think of a That made me think of another question, and, and this is a question actually for Dante. If he's watching, Dante, why don't you have protein cereal through True Nutrition? Actually, Wouldn't that be the, the bomb? I actually know the answer. To that. Oh, you do really? <laughs> yeah, he was he was making he was working on finding it, um, and this brand that he sent me um, created what the uh, did a different choice in protein. And that's how it worked for them. And then he was, so he just let it go. Huh. Okay. So yeah, he was actually, that, it's funny, but when he sent me that, he's like, yeah, this guy beat me to it um, because they were working on it. Cause one thing I love about their stuff is he's pretty obsessive about it tasting right when it's stuff like that. 
Yeah. Because again, it's like if you get if I, if I tell you, oh, this is a protein that's like cocoa puffs, and you're tasting it like this is nothing like cocoa puffs. Yeah. It doesn't work. You know what I mean? Okay. At that point, like, you know, because that that's the whole idea. Because what I used to do post workout, my usual post used to be literally cocoa puffs, a scoop of uh, a scoop or two of whey isolate in almond milk. Done. That was the meal. Yeah, yeah. That's a thing about protein cereals. I'm like, why do you need protein cereal? You have whey protein. You can just pour on it. Yeah. Like I don't know. So if you want, that's the thing. It's kind of like you said before, Ron. Like, if why are you taking out a carb? to do it at a different time or something like that you know what i mean just pour your cheerios and then just pour your vanilla isolate over top and i guess that that works the old school yeah that's what we used to all the time i mean it's just you shake it up and mix it in there but i do like those um i think matt porter actually made a a protein that is still out Mm. of cereal and uh i used to just eat them like you know right i'm like a child so you put them in your you know in your man purse and there's Skittles in there. See, see you mentioned <laughs> snacks. You me- I, 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 I need to talk about snacks for a second. Yes. I'm, I'm not a snacker, like almost at all. Like I don't. Oh, you've been eat- bodybuilding for 72 years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and if I ever have a snack, I'm like, I'll just have a scoop away with it and call it a meal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but that makes sense. You know, I used to, well, I shouldn't say used to, I still do. I do tell clients when they're having a cheat meal that's planned, like if you're going to have pizza, do me a favor and at least drink a shake before you eat the pizza. Right. Like just, just so we still get protein. I don't care if you eat the entire pizza and have wings with it. Like that's not the point. Just at least not, I, I call it like wasting a meal. Like, you know, if you want to eat uh, Reese's peanut butter cups, by all means, but just have a shake with it real quick. Yeah, yeah. Just don't you know, call it a meal. Carbs, protein, protein fat. There you go. It is a meal. <laughs> you know, uh, my my Reese's peanut butter cup diet strategy that I unveiled on the last <laughs> yes. episode that I was on. Yeah. That got a little bit of traction. I, I people mentioning that to me. I had a few messages. They were Who like, doesn't want that? You know? They've been like, I've been working on this for years. <laughs> and the way you described it, I, I don't know why I never thought of it that way. Like, I'm just going to do that. Juan Morel did it with ice cream. And he like went yeah. to the Olympia multiple times with it. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, He put up man. a post the other day. It said, um, would, you, would you rather eat the cookies or have the abs? He's got no, uh, he had no shirt on. And I'm like, well, you get to do both. Right. Yeah. There's a way to do both. <laughs> I felt like he was just reminding us all that our genetics suck, but whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. All right, let's okay. see. So, so I guess I didn't really answer that, but the it wasn't about digestion, Scott. Okay. <clears throat> hey, what's going on, guys? I'm going to take a brief moment to shout out our sponsors. I'll make it quick, but this stuff's super important because it's our sponsors that help to make this show possible. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. And if it wasn't for you shopping with our sponsors, we wouldn't be here either. You can support our programming by shopping with truenutrition.com. They're our title sponsor. They've supported us for a number of years. They have awesome health and performance supplements. You can ask Skip or Dusty or Scott Stevenson all about True Nutrition and they'll tell you how good of a company they are. Hardcore bodybuilders have trusted them for over 15 years now. Use our code THINK, you'll get some savings, you'll support our programming. If you're in Canada, you can shop with supplementsource.ca. They have highly discounted supplements, discounts on bulk orders, and free shipping over $99. Check them out. 
And finally, you can directly support our programming on Patreon. I'll have links below for Patreon and everything else. We're taking more questions over there, and I appreciate everybody who's already helping to directly support our programming through our Patreon. All right, guys, thanks for hanging with me. Let's get back to the show. It was about okay, you. Where is, where is this one? Because it was good. Um, I'm just going to paraphrase. I don't know where the hell it went. But uh, what do you do to tell people or friends at the gym that you don't want to train with them? Ooh. There it is. Your approach to telling friends at the, he even put quotes, which I love because he knows I hate that word. Uh, friends at the gym that you don't want to train with them. It's one of my clients. Huh. Yeah, that's, that's funny. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Every, everyone I've ever trained with, it sort of came to a natural end. Like <laughs> my one training partner, like did, did a bunch of natural shows and one is natural pro card. And then one day he's like, man, this has been awesome. I think I'm going to go do some powerlifting. Hmm. And I was like, yeah, awesome, cool. And then he just went and did powerlifting. And it wasn't even like a big deal. It was like, oh, sweet. Because he's having kids and stuff. So he's like, I'm going to put like a rack in my basement. And then I can train at home and I can powerlift. And I'm like, oh, sounds like a great idea. So that's what, he's, that's what he went and did. you know. And then I haven't really had that many partners. you know. Well, he's saying friends. So I think he's talking about like... You know, bro walks up like, "What are you trying yeah. to do? I'll jump in with you," mm, which would yeah. never happen with me. But or just like casual guys, like, "Yeah, we're all gym and Monday," you know, like, and he's like, oh, "I want to train real serious, and I want to like, you know, write my shit down the logbook, and I want to like, you know, maybe it's that too." It's not you. About the... It's not you. It's me. Yeah, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> I always used to say that. It's not you. It's me. I don't want to train with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. I don't like you. <laughs> it's very simple. I <laughs> find you really annoying. What's funny though, because I do get that. Um, I get that sometimes where people will say. In fact, I had a guy that hired me, um, and then shortly thereafter, he was in Arizona. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna head down to the gym and catch a workout with you." I'm like, "No, you gotta, you gotta ask. No, don't tell. You know, no, you know." But what's funny, and then I do have people that will ask, and it's nothing against them. They could be complete badasses, but I'm like, I have a training partner. We have a, we have a setup. We're good. You know, there's a, the only time I let people come and go is like people who have trained with me in the past. Like if Ron came to town, I'd be like, Ron's training with us today. Or we, we've done that before when Turner Riddle came to town. It was just like Tommy showed up. He's like, Turner's training today. I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. D- different animal, you know? So, but yeah, that, that's I, really I know it. what you mean. So to, I've to had, answer I've the question, I would tell people, I just tell people I want to train alone, you know? I had a, I had someone ask me once, like, how do you, like, they were training with a partner, like, long-term, and they're like, yeah, I don't want to train this guy anymore. Hmm. And that's that's difficult. But I was, I said, well, he said that one of the things was time. Like, the other guy was always, like, 20 minutes late. And he's, that's like, in a hurry. Because, like, 20 minutes is a big deal for some people. That's their whole drive home. They could be home with the kids, you know? And um, so... I just said you you gotta you gotta let them know that you're starting just start starting right at the time like you have to because you got you know shit you have to do and stuff it's not like you're just you know 20 years old it's fucking summer and you just train whenever it's like just start training and he'll get the hint like he'll either start showing up on time or he'll start showing up later when you're done (laughs) right Right. (laughs) you know what i mean pretty simple anything to add scott um, man. Yeah. I think, you know what? I, I'm, I'm thinking of a story actually 
when I first decided that I wanted to compete and I didn't have a lot of muscle on me and I knew this guy, I knew like one guy that competed and he was a big dude and he's probably like eight, 10 years older than me. And I remember asking him if I could train with him and he was like a lot strong. It was not a good matchup. Like we wouldn't have been right. a good partnership, but I couldn't see that. I was just like, Hey, I want to train with this guy, you know? And right. I remember him being really nice and he was like, you know, I think you'd probably be a good training partner with Lance. I think <laughs> I remember him being like really nice about it. And he was like, you and Lance could get a good workout in together. And he's like, yeah, maybe we'll do that one day. Yeah. yeah. Right. He was right. really nice about it. But I just he remember. He matches like, you up with somebody. He's like, hey, Tony. Yeah. Tony, come here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this this kid, you guys this need kid, each other. It would be great to train with you. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. classic. I, I guess, um, I don't know. I think I'm a good training partner. So, you know, I haven't been like fired by anybody. <laughs> no, I, people quit on me all the time, but I've never, I mean, maybe that's how they fire me. I don't know. <laughs> I had a training partner once. He was really good. He still competes, trains super hard, but he just always wanted to train at like, you know, I, I wanted to train at like five, five thirty. And he wanted to train at like 536. Hmm. And it always became like 615. Right? Yeah. And then after a while, I was like, yeah, I, I got to be done by 630. Like, I want to be done. Like, I'm starting at five. And so, like, I just started training and, you know, he'd see me in the gym like, oh, I already started. I'm like, I had to, man. Like, what do you yeah. expect? You know? And But you just got to do that sometimes. Fucking, it's the way it is. That's the Not worst. Everybody's not everybody's casual. Yeah. You know, and it's the worst when people show up 20 minutes late because you, if you have it timed out and you're ready to go and like, if you're taking pre-workout and stuff like that, really that's as bad as like talking through the whole workout. You know what I mean? Showed up yeah. 20 minutes late Cause you already missed like the whole beginning, the whole setup, you know, at that yeah. point. That's true. Yeah, Plus yeah, you got yeah. your, your eating. So if, you need to be eating your next meal by the time this workout is done, which exactly. now started 30 minutes too late. Yeah. And I just, the only thing Plus, I used to run into is when people would come in and then they would they'd come in late and then they would tell me their problem that I also didn't give a fuck about, which was irritating to me. Right. Um, so I used to, I, it was funny, but at one point I had to tell a guy, he came in and he was like, man, sorry, I, you know, the wife and this and this. And I said, oh, hey, I do care. I just don't care right now. And he kind of looked at me and I'm like, so when we're done training, if you want to give me this scoop, cool, but I need you to get your shit together because we're already going. It's a good way to put yeah. it. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and it was, I mean, he didn't, he responded really well. He's like, oh, fuck, yeah. He didn't think about it. Like, I'm like, I don't need this energy for this workout. Like, now I'm thinking about your bullshit. Like, no. That's <laughs> that probably helped kids. him. Fuck it. You know, I, that probably yeah, helped I have. him. Yeah, he got divorced this, soon this, after that because I told him it was just a terrible <laughs> idea. Get rid of the kids, get rid of all of it. It's a mess. This this <laughs> reminds me. This reminds me of a question I got that I didn't ask because we ran out of time. Yes. But I remember it. And it was a good one. It was what do you think of the stereotype of bodybuilders being lazy and selfish? Really? Huh. Yeah. What do you think? That's stereotype that bodybuilders are lazy and selfish. And we've all I've all I've seen it in Tons of people. In fact, you know, you see it in yourself occasionally. You're like, oh, well, I don't want to be like this. You know what right. I mean? Okay. But okay. like, you know, just think of a, a bodybuilder, like doesn't want to do anything, just wants to train, 
doesn't yeah. want to fucking doesn't want to work doesn't just wants to train you know there's we all know guys like that right oh, yeah. and they're always they're like show up 20 minutes late because they don't really care that you wanted to start at five they wanted to eat late and take their time and they're 20 minutes late now and it's a selfish thing to you know it's people who are chronically late it's a selfish thing right right and um i had problems being chronically late for years and years and years hmm. and i'm not late anymore and i'm not competing anymore so i'm wondering if there's like a <laughs> there's a there's a connection between the two yeah no you, you yeah. know what's funny is i i mean i understand the the question of it um i think like when you're handling like timeliness like that really comes down to um like you said number one it's it's it is a selfish thing to basically say that your time doesn't mean shit to me and I show up when I show up. Um, but that being said, like with my training partners back in the day, we just had like an unwritten rule. Like, you know, we start around this time and 15 minutes around it is fine because I was, we all knew like give or take. I mean, literally it was like 1130 to 1145 is when we start. So if yeah. you show up at 11.45, no problem. We just get rolling. If it's after that, I need to know beforehand. Hmm. And I might move the entire workout because, like you said, Ron, but all kidding aside, my, my friends are all self-employed or doing so we can move. Like sometimes it's like, bro, I'm screwed. Can we do this later? And I might look at my, my day and go, no, I'm going to go yeah. in. Or sure, what's 3 o'clock look like? Um, yeah. But, the you know, so the the lazy part I don't match at all i think what it is is it's actually i think some form of selfishness is necessity if you have big goals and i know people don't like looking at bodybuilding that way because they're like oh it's just bodybuilding but if i was trying to build a fortune 500 company and i said this is the most important thing and i miss meals and i miss family functions and i do all this or or if i was studying for the bar then people are like well he's becoming an attorney that's okay you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. that it's that break line of what general a lot of people generalize as being worthy of that kind of focus versus tinkering around with weights. Yeah. So the 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 common thing about, you know, I've heard I worked in the bar industry, right? So I had a lot of people that would say to me, they're like, Yeah, man, you're awesome to work with. You know, most of the bodybuilders I worked with were just so fucking lazy. Like I had a lot of people tell me that, right? Because you know, mm -hmm. you're, they're working the door. They're like, okay, what's the what's the easiest place in the room? Oh, the VIP room. Okay, I want to work the VIP room. Oh, okay. Right. What's well, it? You know, it's just like bodybuilders tend to gravitate towards where can I sit on a stool and eat? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, so in the bar industry, it it's very common. Like you know, and then you know, I I'd, I'd been working the door for a few years, so I kind of had some seniority. So. You know, a lot of jobs that I would go work, they'd be like, oh, well, you know, I want the VIP. I'd be like, I want the VIP door, you know, I'll sit on a stool mm -hmm. all night and make 250 bucks. Right. You know, <laughs> and so you get this like thing like ah, bodybuilders, you know, but I, I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, a, a laziness. It's we're trying to be I know it manifests itself in funny ways, but we're just trying to be extremely efficient. We don't want to waste right. energy. We're so focused on the goal. Everything's about our workout tomorrow. Like yeah. I got legs tomorrow. I'm not fucking lifting anything tonight. I'm fucking sitting on a stool. Like, you know, like that would yeah. be like in our head. Like, yeah. And, and it's not necessarily correct. Cause I know, you know, lots of guys that work hard jobs that are bodybuilders, but 
It's just it's like we're attempting to like put everything. We don't care what you think. Yeah, that legs. Yeah, tomorrow. that's a great you know way of I mean? putting it. I don't care what you think. You can think I'm lazy, but I'm gonna go kill it in the gym tomorrow. And I'm not going to I'm not going to like waste my energy on this menial, stupid job because this is my life. And my goal is not to work here for the rest of my life. My goal is to grow my fucking legs. And that's what I care about. So I will do (laughs) my job, but only to the point that it doesn't sacrifice my actual goals yeah 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 it's like that's like the software that's running in the back of a young bodybuilder's head right it is you know and it's not until you get older that you like realize like oh i can manage a bunch of things at the same time and still bodybuilding i'm just realizing this now by the way just so you know like as you're explaining this this is like this is like therapy for scott scott's like talking himself out i'm recognizing like choices i've made right (laughs) it's funny though i knew this was gonna go somewhere i actually talked to guys like young guys on the regular about this um because it is something that they'll do they'll choose a medial job that's not going to pay them enough to support what they want to do and i'm like no you can be successful and be a good bodybuilder like you know when i look back in hindsight like the busiest time of my professional life is when i turned pro Mm -hmm. i you know my my business was a war zone i worked Six days a week, uh, open to close plus ownership shit. So it was, you know, 10 to 12 hours a day, six days a week, cardio in the morning, cardio and training at night. And you work it all out. You know what I mean? So I think that that's the, the, the big thing that people get confused on that I push is like, I'm not saying that you should choose a job that you're swinging a sledgehammer necessarily, but you can make money and you can be good at what you do. Cause I think to me, if you look at really good bodybuilders, I mean, you know, I use Ron as an example. Like I know for a fact that when mutant brought him on as an athlete, even though they already knew of him, they were pleasantly surprised that he was also a worker for the company. And they were like, Oh shit. In fact, you work so much. We're going to move you across the country because we want you to be a part of the team, not just an athlete. You know what I mean? Hmm, I think right. those kind of things are things you can you can use what you learn from bodybuilding to expand other areas um, in life. Because I think that's one thing that, that I know for me and a lot of other people is I didn't wake up 20 years ago and say, okay, th- where I am today was where I was trying to get. No. You know what I mean? Like I chased a direction and then successes in those areas led to opportunities. And then I woke up here and was like, oh, yeah, this is the plan. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, I was sort of thinking like, what are my goals right now? Like, what are my mm-hmm. actual goals right now? I feel like I've been so busy that I haven't, like, I don't really know what my goals are. Is like my goal just to stay this busy and get this much done for a, as long as possible and then just see where I am? <laughs> right. It's like, you know what I mean? So it's like I, I'm I'm in I'm at a point where I'm like I gotta decide exactly where I want to be in like a few years, you know, and set some goals, you know, when because when you're bodybuilding and you're competing, you have this goal, right? Yeah. You're like I'm gonna do this, but ever since I left competing, I've just sort of taken on things I want to do and done them the way I want to do them, and that's where I am now. But I didn't really right. plan it. Yeah, 
like it wasn't like I was like, okay, uh, I want to open the gym with some friends and we're going to get the gym this and in four years we're going to be doing this. No, no. We just like opened the gym because we needed a place to train and we said, let's fucking do it. Hmm. And now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> but, but now that you, it's funny though about that is now that you are there, I think from a, and you know this from a business standpoint, if you want to see how far the business can go, now things have to be more calculated. You know what I mean? Oh where, yeah. That's, you sit back, that, you have the calculation and then yeah. you relentlessly chase down that execution of what needs to be done to hit that goal. It's just like bodybuilding. Like you said, that's everything in life. I think bodybuilding can teach you that is if you've got the ultimate goal in, in your head, then what's the first thing you do? Okay. What steps need to take? What, what do I need to do to get to that ultimate goal? What are the little goals that have to be achieved to make that happen? And once you have that shit in line, you just put your head down mm -hmm. and go. You know what I mean? So it's like with yep. business, I feel like that's a lot of a place where people miss is like you said, Ron, they just chase. And it's not to say that it doesn't, you if it's worked well so far, but now you're at a point where to, to scale even further, it's like, okay, you know, it's just like anything to, to get from 180 pounds to 200, you can kind of just eat a lot and train hard. Mm -hmm. But when you've been doing this for 15 years and you're 280 and you want to get to 285 hmm. of muscle, it becomes like every fucking detail to make yeah, that exactly. happen. The first you know? 50 or first 40 pounds of muscle, you just got to train hard and scarf the calories. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's literally <laughs> yeah. when I have young guys that come. You're to me, shoveling like, dirt. I, I, you're just shoveling. I can't afford to, to, to hire you. What do I do? I'm like, eat a eat lot. Train. I mean, a lot. And then and sleep train. and train. train. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, there's your funny. answer. Come back in four years. You'll be big. Hey, promise. You, you remember when, when you asked the question, the other episode was like, what's some advice in life? Like if yeah. you had one piece of advice and I said, mind your own business. And then I can't remember what you said. I don't remember. I can't remember. But I remember. Anyways, yours. see that? I only listen what to if you. We, what if we reword that and we say, what's one piece of like one piece of advice for business? Hmm. I mean, this is this is going to sound funny, but I, but I do truly believe it. It uh, it's it's funny following the conversation we just had, but the true secret to business is being willing to work harder than anyone else. Um, because I have found through my, I'm being sarcastic for people who miss it, vast experience that a lot of the times when I found my greatest breakthroughs was right after a fuck up and I realized, oh shit, that's how I saw a weakness in my business. And I worked my ass off. And then that, that chink in the armor actually became the thing that took me to the next level. But it was because right. of the ability to just work. And, and in business, it's like I, I told uh, uh, my wife at the time when I borrowed the 500 grand to buy a business, it was like, well, this is gonna work because it has to. Because if not, yeah, yeah. we're gonna be homeless. Yeah. And bankrupt. <laughs> like, you know, so that would be my, I mean, it's very simple, but I really do think that that's it. And if you can bet on yourself and go all in. And on the same time, if you don't have that, do not start a business. Hmm. Right. So many people being a, and I hate the word entrepreneur because most of us aren't entrepreneurs, we're business owners. There's a big difference. But being a business owner has become this thing that everyone thinks they want to do. And I'm like, most of y'all don't want to do this. You're it's a like being a parent. Oh, like yeah. Being a parent or a homeowner. Not everyone wants a house. I'm in a condo now. And, you know, I'm like, we've been thinking like, oh, yeah, we'll get a house like, you know, 
one day, you know, this, this condo is going to go up more in value and we'll swap over into a house and we'll, but you know, all my friends right now that have houses are pumping their basements. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, ah, maybe I don't want a house. I don't know what the basement's like because I'm 24 floors above it. <laughs> you know, like it's just one of those things, right? You know, but um, you don't always want what you think you want, right? Yeah, right. there's 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 other changes that come with that. I would say, I would say, my advice for business would be to, which is actually Gary V's advice that resonated with me heavily a few years ago, and I swear by it. It's triple down on what you're good at. Oh, for sure. Huh. And, and get rid of the other stuff. You don't need to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, or you get someone else and, to do um, it. Yeah, you get someone else to do it. Triple down on what you're good at, especially since COVID. Because COVID like trimmed the fat off every business model. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it really did. It, you know, all of a sudden it slashed the margin and, you know, oh, restaurants are only allowed 50 people. Well, now their margin is fucking 1%. So what are they going to do? Oh, they're going to do this and this and this to get costs back. And they're going to do this and this and this. And so it like, it, it trimmed the fat off of all of our business models. Like at the gym, we used to have child minding, but then COVID hit and we're like, well, fuck that. Let's rip the room out, put equipment in there. Yep. Right. So, but why should we have child minding? No one comes to our gym because of that. We had like 10 right. people that used it and it was awesome for them, yeah. but we literally had like 10, 15 parents out of, 1500 members we had like 15 parents that that were using child mining on a regular basis so it just it was just fat it was just something that we had to like service our members and be nice mm-hmm. but it was actually a waste of space and money so what are we well we're a fucking gym so tear that room out and put more equipment in there that's all anyone wants from us yeah right yeah that's no, a great no, way of sure. putting it you know it really is like what 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 do people want from you they want a gym. When they come to West Coast Iron, they expect to have an awesome workout and they expect to have a huge variety of equipment and to not have to wait for shit and they just want to train. So just do yeah. that. If I, if I was a parent in your area and I knew I didn't always have somewhere to for my kids to be watched, I would have a membership at the gym that has that shit and, that's, and that is why I yeah. need them. And then I need you for the other times. And I would do that because yeah. exactly what you just said. I go to Gold's, not for the gym, for the childcare. And so I can still get a workout in. But when I go to West Coast Iron, it's to train. Right. And, you know, you feel bad for those like awesome 15 members because they're like really awesome people. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's like, hey, <laughs> it's just how it goes. Yeah, like you everybody know? will use a new leg press, you know, in that <laughs> space or Dusty. Yeah. Oh, lost Dusty. We do, right. He does that. You know he does that. I know he does He'll come that. back. But yeah, everybody would use like a new lat pull down or whatever. Here he is. Yeah, you know. I got offended when you said you didn't want to have childcare anymore, so I just bounced. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I have to no, hang so up that's, one, yeah, that's my advice. Episode. That's my like advice. That. Triple, triple down on Scott? what you get at. You know what? I'll speak from a podcasting perspective and just echo what Ron said, because it's the exact same thing and getting into YouTube this past couple of years, because we've always done like the the hardcore bodybuilding podcasts and then going to YouTube was almost like starting over and everything that I've learned. And by learned, I mean everything I've researched, everything I've watched and then everything I've seen in our results is that people come to us for what we're good at. 
And we aren't good at like, you know, we aren't good at like uh, self-help in your relationships. So we guess what we don't do? We don't do podcasts about that, you know, but we I, occasionally I, pretend that we know yeah. something about relationships. I do that. So people listen to what I say and they know to do the opposite. <laughs> it's very simple. But I, I, that's that's what it made me think about, though, because that's that's the way that a successful podcast is run is that you you give you deliver what you're good at and you stick to that and it makes sense the way that relates to business you don't you know you 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 can build your business up by doing more of what you're good at building more of a hardcore cool-ass gym where i bet that other 90 percent of your members are going to be so excited to have whatever space that is to get some cool new machines in there you know that's badass yeah 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 you can't my favorite saying is, uh, if you try to be good for everyone, you wind up being great for nobody. Yeah, very true. Um, speaking of, this is this is off subject, but uh, but I'm I'm tying it in in two ways. I'm going to tell you the question first, but I'm going to tell you why it's interesting to me. So the guy asks, you can only use three pieces of equipment in the gym. What are they? Um, so we're going to answer that, but. It's interesting because I was just I just went to a small gym here to try it out the other day. Um, And what was funny is it was small enough that as I looked around the gym, I thought to myself. Assuming that you had could buy anything you wanted, maybe you couldn't. How did you choose to buy that with such a large footprint and take up this much space in your gym? And then I fast forwarded and uh, a friend of mine, Matt Kuba, has a garage gym and uh he has a um, prime lateral raise machine. You know, the, the seated one? Space great, saver. Yeah. yeah, great machine, but I thought the same thing. Like, if I only had a two-car garage to put a gym in, I don't think I'd have a lateral raise machine because I can only do so much on it. Because I got dumbbells, right. I got cables. Like, You know what I mean? Like, yeah. my brain thinks that way. So, w- with that being said... Uh, this question was perfect. So you only use three pieces of equipment in the gym. What are they? Does that include the rack? I'm assuming that a rack and barbells and plates are one thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn. Well, if he's talking about machines, did he say machine or piece? How many words? Pieces it? of equipment. It's ah. a piece. Oh, well, okay. You need a squat rack, an adjustable bench, a barbell. You need a, a double cable stack. That you Stop, can assholes. Adjust. What do they call those? You know, like a free motion or yeah, something like that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You need a, a double cable stack would be incredible. Come on. My dog kind of wants to say hi. Perfect. I would like to see There we go. Jed. Hey. <laughs> We missed you. You were gone for a bit. I was. He uh, he was staying at the dog sitters, Aww. and then that that dog comes to stay with us for a week soon because they're going away. Oh, nice rotate. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there he is. So I would say, I don't know. I love having a leg press. If you got a squat rack, I love having a leg press. Um, fuck. Almost hard, all right? pieces. Yeah, th- three you almost is need a funny. leg curl. Like, yeah, leg press, leg curl, and then like, I mean, do you have if you got dumbbells, you can train chest, you can train shoulders, 
Maybe I put I a like really when, good back with the question. I'm, I'm assuming like like, a really good chest supported row or something. Yeah, Ron's named know, like but. seven pieces now. I think yeah, seventeen <laughs> yeah. pieces. It's funny leg though, press, like, leg curl, chest supported row. Yeah, like I was gonna say, if, if we're talking about actual equipment, assuming that of course we have barbells and dumbbells, um, I agree because I actually don't need anything for back. Like I can do an entire back, all back workout with with the pieces I would have. Um, assuming they have enough plates. You know, yeah, there you go. Valid, valid point. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I would like the cable because there's a lot I could do off of like a selectorized cable. It's like my entire bicep workouts are cables. Um, Tricep for me. Yeah, yeah, and I and I would so it would it would be exactly what you said. I would do a um, a prime uh, seated leg curl because I love that machine. Um, and I would do oh, yeah. uh, either. Either a hack or a pendulum squat. Okay. Those are good. Because I can't, squats are dick for me. Like, if I want my hips and ass to grow, then I squat. (laughs) Well, you're old too, Dusty. That risk reward ratio. The story of my life is that. (laughs) So, are are dumbbells considered something separate? That's a thing. I'm not counting the dumbbells. To me, the gym. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. That'd be like saying because if not, it'd be like a barbell, one piece, plates, okay. two pieces. Okay, because I like dumbbells more than a barbell for a lot of stuff. Like I could do a lot Same. with back with dumbbells, um, and that was one of the first things that I got for the home gym was my dumbbells. The only problem is, is you awesome. got to be able to go heavy. You know what I mean? And heavy dumbbells are they're expensive and they take up a lot of room. But I guess that's not the question. And then when I started looking at leg equipment, it became like a it became like a, a Pandora's box because if you have a leg press and you're like, but if I really wanted to do a really good leg workout, I also need a hamstring curl and right. an extension. So all I have hack squat, I, I love like all my machines. Most of them are legs, hack squat, uh, leg extension, leg press, hamstring curl that. And then I also have a chest, like a selectorized, or excuse me, not selectorized. It's plate loaded chest press converging chest press and my pull down if i were to get one other thing i'd like to have another back machine because for me one of the considerations is like like dusty you were saying you could do all your back workout with the bar sometimes i can't like on my really good days i can but that's Mm -hmm. why like dumbbells i can do like a a supported dumbbell row type thing where my back isn't the, the key feature in everything you know like hold sustaining myself i'm kind of thinking this out train right that's the difference yeah, I'm trying to think this out. Three, so three pieces. I could always do a leg press. I guess I could always do a leg press, and I guess I could like move my feet around to try to hit more hamstrings. I don't know. So leg press would be one because I can always do that. And mm-hmm. then if we're counting like like are the dumbbells part of one piece? I'd say dumbbells and bench would be another piece. And I guess, man, oh that third one's tough. That third one's really tough. Yeah, you need a bigger garage. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm tapping right there. I need a genie for the third one so I can ask for a few more pieces. (laughs) More wishes, yeah. (laughs) You know, um, one thing that, and I don't know if you guys, Ron's probably used one, but um, a friend of mine has a hack squat that turns into a leg press. Yes. um, That's the same thing. I'm curious, because I'm I'm generally asking, can that hold the kind of weight 
that you that someone like us would use or is that more for humans they're more for humans but i think there's a couple of them that are pretty solid because like mm -hmm. i've got a buddy that you know like he's putting five plates on his hack right and it hands it no problem like a, well i don't i don't know how no problem he hasn't complained about it but it right. looks rickety to me but he puts five plates on there and then you know he's leg pressing you know decent weights I think he only has enough to do like eight or nine plates a side or something, but I think he's putting that much on it. Right. That's but I don't nice know what shot. brand he has. I was just curious because I've seen those and I'm thinking like in a small space, that'd be beautiful if it actually, yeah, yeah. you know, functions that way. Because <clears throat> I definitely did learn during COVID that you don't need nearly as much as you think. I think we and all when, did. When yeah. Lance started adding new equipment, it became like awesome, but... I still kind of kept gravitating back to the barbell. <laughs> like, right, that's really right. cool that we got that piece. Anyways, I'm going to go row. Well, let me ask uh, you guys this then. What's one thing you absolutely can't do with free weights? Like one thing where you're like, man, I wouldn't be able to grow my physique the way I want to grow it without having this machine. Is there one? For me, that oh. would be the leg equipment because, okay. because yeah. I don't get I don't get the same thing. Like I said, uh, squats. You now, of course, I that. can do lunges. I can do split squats and those types of things. But I need something like a hack or a pendulum. You're yeah. never going to challenge yourself with a yeah. With it, a won't, lunge it won't re like it won't that. replace that. Plus, it won't replace the part of my brain that needs to be tapped into. Is you know, like for debt for back, like I can find that dark place and pick up a barbell, and it gets there. For squatting, I can do that, but I meanwhile I know it's doing nothing for my physique because of structurally how I am. You know what I mean? Like it's only fun to hack squat really, really heavy because I know it actually works. Also, like people are pretty surprised because when I do squat just for fun, it's it's very strong. It just doesn't help me. You know. Right. So yeah, I would stick right. to that. And and Ron, something you said that I found recently, I wish I would have known when I was still bodybuilding was I don't I don't leg press heavy. I leg press deep as hell. Huh. And like 10 plates aside, the machine holds more than I use. And I yeah, always yeah, yeah. finish with it and just go crazy deep and 20, 30 rep sets. Hmm. And I swear my legs would have been better than they were had I learned that a long time ago. I used to train really heavy. And then I would feel like my hip flexor when I got what I would call deep enough. So then I wouldn't go that deep anymore. Hmm. You know, because I was like, oh, that's a lot of weight in that little hip flexor. That's probably not safe. And I actually pulled it a few times. And now I'm like, well, yeah. it's because you were training like a moron. And if you just went lighter. Yeah, I, <laughs> I tore mine there. I tore that like up in that hip a few times on a leg press. I tore that. Like you hear it go. Mm -hmm. and then it bruises. Oh, and it's fucking Especially with that much weight. You're limping yeah. around for a little while. Yeah, that's fucking brutal. I, I'd say the thing I have almost no use for, very little use for, is a straight barbell now. Mm. I can still, I still like to do a certain style of barbell row, mm -hmm. but I can't press barbells and I at all, and I can't curl them and I can't do extensions with them. So straight bars are just not really that useful for me anymore. Stiff right. leg deadlifts, and I like to do certain types of bent rows, and that's about it. The bent rows you talking about are the ones that I don't do. Um. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep this not like for a while. <laughs> not just like don't Dusty. do them like Dusty. <laughs> just, just do them right for fuck's yeah. sakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right, so um, I got distracted. Man, more oh, stories. Are you next? No, no, I was no. I've already said I, I'm waiting for Scott to finalize this. He didn't finalize it. Yeah, I was trying to not. You know what I'm saying? He had like oh, seven you know pieces. I'll tell you what. If I could, <laughs> if, but if I, on top of all of that, if I could add one more thing, I want a really nice row that would allow me to support my chest, like that oh, yeah. prime row that you have, Ron. The where you can you can like stack so the plates. Cool. At, oh yeah, something like that, man. That way, if yeah. my lower back wasn't feeling great, I could still just kill it. And all my, I need is favorite, like a ton more space to put that one machine in, you know? My favorite <laughs> row that we have right now <laughs> yeah. is the the Panada low row is my favorite one right now. Panada low we row. Have the, yeah, we have the Panada low row. And you like step on a pedal to reach the handle. There's like a little pedal. So you push oh. the pedal and the handle the handle kicks back to you. It's, it's got a lot of depth, so I can really reach on it, right? And it's just got, it's got like a swiveling handle. You know, one of those handles, those D handles that like move yeah. around. And it's in like a like on like a ball socket too, so the handle's totally mobile. And um, but it's just got a great feel that that Panada low row. We do it one arm at a time, just wrecks my back. So I like that. Plus my back's fucked up. Like I got back issues. Like that one lat doesn't fire properly. So certain exercises I just don't feel my lat really doing much. And then other things I feel like, oh, what's well, like stressed? Like it's right. loaded. And I, I really like feeling that lat under tension because that, you know, really helps it fire. Yeah. And it gets all full of blood. And then I'm like, I feel symmetrical for a change. Like when my back's pumped, I feel normal. But when I'm not pumped, I feel like one lat's like way smaller than the other. But when they're pumped, like they feel the same. So I like to do things that really hit that lat. I mean, you have to send me a picture okay. of that one. I might need to. Yeah, I will. Get I'll look it up. up. I'll find it while you guys are talking here. Because we're... Um, you know, I, we've just continued buying equipment for Muscle Factory, even though there's no space. Yeah. <laughs> there's always like, space. No, no, no. no they're just literally, we just have a storage facility. Just buying, like if something comes along, you know, just the other day, he sent me a picture of a parallel leg press, uh, the hammer strength, you know? Um, yeah. And he was like, what are you thinking? I'm like, did you order it yet? Like, I said, Tommy loves those too. And I get the, got it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, there he goes. We need this. I don't have any idea where it's going to go, but I'm glad we have it on the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's where the uh, and that's where the uh, posing room disappeared to was a parallel leg press. <laughs> oh, you need that stuff. I had uh, I had to ask you a question, Dusty and Scott. I can't remember where you guys were. Um, I watched the first episode of Yellowstone season four, so we're back into uh, it. That was a solid episode, right? Yeah, I like how they kind of like caught you up real quick, you know? Yeah, they didn't fuck like, around. Like ever, you know, everyone, you know, everyone got attacked in some way at the end of the last episode and they just like showed you what happened, bang bang bang, here we are. X number of months later, boom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I I, I like that too. I I'm, I'm caught up completely including last night. And the okay. only complaint I have because because I caught up to Yellowstone binge watching is I never noticed the filler episodes before. Like the episode where you feel like nothing really happened, just a couple little things because I always right. just watch the next one and then something good would happen. Yeah. So oh, but now I you have think to it, wait. I think like the second, it might be the, well, technically the third episode since they're calling the first one too. You'll be like, it was good, but nothing really happened. I, I remember like I watched right. the whole thing and I was like, shit. Like, well, huh. I like, I like I when death you, or anything in this episode. 
I like when you don't real like you, you watch the, those episodes of whatever show you're doing. You watch kind of the filler episode and you're like, huh, it wasn't nothing really happened. But then the next episode is usually a big like something happens. It's like a big deal. Yeah. And you realize that they needed to set it up. Yes. Like oh, yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. You know what it's for. It's just. Yeah. That it leaves you wanting one more episode before I go to sleep. You see what I'm yeah, saying? there's no satisfaction. Or even, you know, when you when you watch the filler and then you're like, well, I'll just watch 10 minutes of the next one. Yeah, and then, <laughs> I'll just get like a little bit hours of later, you go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't do that when it's weekly. I know. Watching it live. Did you guys check out Succession yet? You I have not. That, if you get a because chance, once you're caught up on Yellowstone, try an well, episode. Well, I'm caught up on Yellowstone, but then I started watching Dexter again, too. Is there, oh, is there so new Dexters? Not yet, because I know yeah. that was... Yes. There is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In the in the first episode, I was like, oh, it's, it's not, it's not going to work. It's not going to be the same. Because they kind of crawled me into it. Um, and now I'm at four episodes, and I'm in. Okay. I'm back. Okay. okay. I'm like, okay. We're, okay. I got to watch this, that. This then. show is back. Yeah. No, it's, it's, okay. it's, we'll it's see. as good as it was. Very solid. Okay. Okay, I'm excited. I feel like I feel um, like this is old news. Uh, you guys might have mentioned it a while ago, but I got on board. I don't watch a lot of TV, but I got on board with Squid Games and started watching that. Okay, how far in are you? I'm six episodes, so there's two left. And then I, so which one did you just watch? I think it was the 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 Marbles episode. I just watched that one too last night. Okay, yeah, that was yeah. a rough one, Henny. Yeah, yeah, and then you could kind of see where they're going from here. Like, oh, okay, you can see like how things are going to unfold. Moving, kind of, you know, you don't know how, but you're like, oh yeah, that was really painful, and I can see how there's going to be a lot more pain from here on out. Oh, <laughs> so, sounds like Dusty. Did you watch it? Did you watch it, Dusty? <laughs> no, I, I haven't watched it. You know what's funny? Oh this man! Is, so, so here's the deal, though. This is my system. Now that I know everyone watches it, I don't watch it. It's not because I'm against doing what people do. It's because I'm going to watch five fucking years in a row in a week and a half like I do every other time (laughs) with a great show. Like, if it cranks along, like, you know, I did that with Uh, Game of Thrones was over before I started watching it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) The whole thing. I've had that before. I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm ready. (laughs) I I have to say that Squid Games is remarkably dystopian yes i it is so i don't know the right word how can you use dystopian and then not know the right word it's so (laughs) that's a good point (laughs) (laughs) you just did it (laughs) don't run Careful! You're, 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 don't even! Don't even! Should I be editing no, this out? Stop. Should I? Should I edit this out, or should we just put spoiler? No, alert? no, it's no. It wasn't that you much. You can of do a, a little mute over where he goes. Go. They pair him with. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just an example of like it's it's savage, you know. It is. Yeah, I so, totally get that. Did you ever watch uh, any of the Black Mirror episodes? Oh, fuck! Like it. It, it feels when I say feels like feels in my soul. The way that show feels. Very much. It's got that like hopeless future sort of savagely unfeeling sort of, you know, dehumanizing sort of feel to it, you know? 
Yeah. See, they this is what's interesting. Well. So I hear you describe this. Then I think of how many people watch it. Then I think of how many people watch the news and it all makes sense. I'm like, you guys like being fucking miserable. That's <laughs> yeah, what yeah, it yeah, is. Because yeah. why yeah. else would you watch this show or the news? Okay. Got it. I, it I'm really <laughs> looking forward to just because I've heard so much good stuff about like Korean cinema as a whole huh. and Korean this this special everyone said that how it ended they just like so far i've had lots of people tell me they thought it was awesome hmm. and i'm like well fuck i want to see like why like why and who is who who's in charge of this these games and why are they doing it you know what i mean like i can't wait to find out yeah so okay. i've i've taken glad a back you're watching seat. it i've taken a back seat to a lot of that stuff like i you know black mirror was really popular a few years ago and I haven't like I I think some new ones came out and I was like I'm not gonna touch that and if Victoria was here I would not be watching this show like she would not have she would not have that we would be watching something <laughs> a lot more peaceful calming so it's kind of like I've definitely been watching before bed no God, I have no. a feeling I have a feeling there's a deep philosophical message at that's, the end of this you know and that's what's really good about like you can't call this real I don't know like maybe you could kind of call it science fiction in the traditional sense of the word not not being right. like aliens and stuff but the way like classic sci-fi movies it wasn't it was about the story but it was really a like a reflection of the world you know yes yes exactly I think it's gonna have something to say about obviously about money and what you're willing to do for money and there's going to be like i assume there's some kind of metaphor about you know control of your life or something i don't know hmm. but I, I i'm looking forward to it okay are we ready don't bet more? on the horses <laughs> <laughs> All absolutely right, let's see here okay this this is we're, we're going another direction what animal would you want to live in the wild as, but humans do not exist? So basically, there's no one there to fuck it all up. Well, if you got to live in the wild, you want to be an apex predator. Period. Sure. Unless something else is going to eat you. There's, so just think of it this way. There's, there's only a few ways that a deer dies. It either dies of disease it starves to death, it freezes to death, or a, a wolf eats it. They don't die of old age. Right. So you want to pick an animal, like literally zero deer die of old age. None of them. No kidding. Once you get right. slow. Yeah, once you get slow enough, huh. you just get eaten. That's how it goes. So these, so that's, you, you want to pick something that dies of old age. And very few animals die of old age. Wolves. Some wolves die at old age while they get, you know, sick and die, but they'll, they'll be old gray wolves, like the old, the old man in the pack, you know, like the old alpha, eventually maybe he gets booted out and goes and starves on his own or something. I don't know. I don't know enough about wolves. Someone can correct me, but will. you'd want to be like, you'd want to be a grizzly bear or something. I don't, I don't want about, to get What eaten. about like a rhinoceros? I mean, those those things hey, through the whole life? That seems pretty good. Rhinos hardcore. do pretty fucking good. Rhinos stomp crocodiles and kill them. Yeah, and they're, and they're mean as me. fuck, I they're guess. They're savage. Yeah, they're savage. They're, they're a bus. A rhino yeah. is a bus. Like if you attack it, he just stomps on you. Like they don't, packs of like, um, you know, like wild African dogs don't take down rhinos. 
Yeah, they would get a few more rhinos come in and they just fucking mash them up. Yeah, and then they take take their horn and they throw them up in the air and toss them around like rag dolls. I actually just saw that on Instagram. There was like a page that posted like four or five pictures. Like there was no video, but you could see some sort of a dog or something literally getting just fucking thrown around in the air and on the ground and back in the air. Yeah, elephants will do it too. You see elephants, they're picking them up with their trunks and just flinging them in the air. Get the fuck out of here. A pack of like, you know, lions or whatever trying to take down an elephant and the other elephants come in and just fucking stomp them out. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. So that's why yeah. I'm going I'm going rhinoceros. That's my that's my answer. I'm rhino. That's not bad. You know, elephant elephants are really smart. They live a hundred years. Huh. You get a lot of time. They got yeah. giant brains. They're 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 pretty organized as a group and they live a long time, live a hundred years. Or you know what else would be cool? Not much kills in like think of like an owl or an eagle or something. Right. I was gonna go Pretty that straight. route. I was gonna say around. like some type of a predator bird. And do you ever if, predatory uh, bird? This last summer I watched it was a hawk, and I just watched this thing just like whoo, soaring. Imagine yeah. just standing like at the top of a mountain and being like, "All right, peace out." Boom! And you just yeah, yeah. take off like that. You might not live as long as an elephant, but damn, that might be worth it. You know, your quality of life yeah. would be awesome if you could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something to be said about that. I agree. Who I agree asked that, that question? That's a good one. I like that. Uh, that was um, where the hell did it go? See, I've, I've already moved along because I'm looking for more questions. I was Let's also see, trying to think like the king of Udon asked that. What yeah, animal gets this. laid the most? That was a different direction we could have gone. Well, I think like a male lion just basically, I think a male lion just like lounges around all day and whenever he's ready, he just gets up and fucking. All right. I changed my answer. Lion. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck flying. Who cares about it? That's good. Oh, that's classic. Okay. Let's see here. That was, that was solid. Um, this was I like that. I like I like the humans do not exist part because that took out like the the comfortable house dog. You couldn't just be. A well, house dog. but it, but it also <laughs> took out the the like for me, humans hunting animals that don't need to be hunted. Oh right, yeah. Right. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like the, they're gonna die. Like for example, an elephant might not be as good of a choice with humans around. Yeah. True. Exactly. Eh. Yeah. Let's see here. I just had some good ones here. Oh, this is a this is a this is a good Ron one. And I'll see if uh, I don't know Scott's knowledge on this. Who are your favorite comedians at the moment? Oh, damn! You know, I was way more into like comics that not everyone knew when I was on Twitter. Huh? And I was on Twitter for a few years, and I was following a lot of comics. And I was you like, "Oh, this guy's awesome!" And I was showing them to people, you know. <laughs> like I remember showing them to people. Yeah, like I remember showing like years ago, I remember showing clips of Louis C.K. to people and they're like, who's this guy? And I was like, this guy's fucking funny. I didn't know about the jerking off in front of everybody thing, but at the time, no one really cared. Um, it happens. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, and I, well, I would say Chappelle right now, I just like I was saying last episode, you know, that interview with Letterman is great. So if you watch the Letterman interview with Dave Chappelle is great. But, um, you know, I, w- I went on a binge watching all those old Norm McDonald clips and stuff. It's, <laughs> Norm. it's yeah. When Norm passed away there, I watched mm-hmm. all the old Norm clips. And, uh, but as far as like new comics, I'd have to say that I'm not 
up on the new comics like I was a few years ago when I was on Twitter. Like when I was on Twitter, I always knew like, oh, this guy. And then I'd see his special, his first special would show up on Netflix. I'm like, oh, he's got a special finally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm not on that new comics newsletter right now. <laughs> you know? What about you? Do you know any, Scott? Ooh, you know what? I used to I used to follow comedy more. Like I'd say like 2000, early Joe Rogan. I remember mm-hmm. a guy I worked with was like, you, you should listen Great to this era. podcast. This His name's Joe Rogan. He's into MMA. He's a comedian. I was like, yeah, I want to listen to my body. And Ron, I was listening to you at the time on Project Bodybuilding with your with your show there. Like, oh, with All Bull. And I literally would listen to All Bull, and then I'd listen to some Joe Rogan. And so I knew a lot more about comedians then. Cause, and, and, I, and, and what was cool about Rogan is, and it, I know you guys know this, the way he's really talked about like what the art of comedy is and, you know, in, in the, the kind of like not really the science behind it, but the skill, you know, the skill behind it. Uh, yeah. So I, I think I gained more of an appreciation at that time, um, but I don't know as many people now. I really, But if I see like some good comedy, like if I'm like Facebook has a Comedy Central page and there'll be mm-hmm. like a little five minute or 10 minute stand up clip. And if I see those, I'll stop and watch them from like just random people I don't know. And man, I right, right. The, I love how like I, I can laugh so hard at that stuff. Like some people don't laugh a lot. You know what I mean? They watch comedy wow. and they just dude. I just like will ball laughing. And it so oh, it, yeah. I have a good time watching that stuff. But I like Jim Gaffigan. If you guys know him, he's, he's awesome. Yeah, he's funny as hell, man. Like he cracks me up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's comedy took a real hit during COVID. Like, yeah, that's something that really hurt them because like oh, all the stand up sure. shows were canceled. Like there was no stand up for like a year. You know, yeah. like, comedy clubs they were all closed. It was all COVID. And like I remember, I was listening to a lot of Rogan, and he was talking about that. He's like, huh. "Yeah, like we just we're all losing our minds. Like we have to get back on the road." And and then when they right. started traveling again, it was like rogan and Chappelle, and they'd go to austin and do a show and it was like a big celebration because it was like we're back bitches you know like you know so i remember that actually the first one we might have we might have like a comedy resurgence of of new stand-up guys now coming now that covid's kind of you know it fucked up a lot of shit you know like the tv series that we're watching we're all halfway through a season there and covid hits and we got to wait for the second half of the billion season yeah you know it's just like (laughs) That sort of stuff. <laughs> that very but valid. I, I love talk. I love, I love hearing about when Rogan talks about how, you know, it's just like anything. We see them up there. You know, we see, you know, Louis C.K. or whoever up there doing their set, and and they're killing it. And Bill Burr is up there, and the timing's just banging. Like his timing is perfect. Uh, Bill Burr is my favorite, by the way. He's he's a king. But the timing is just killing and every line is perfectly timed and and they're just a fine-tuned fucking V12 engine. Just yeah. you know? And and Bill Burr will go for an hour and then his last joke punchline will remind you of the first joke he told. And right. you're like, Ties this guy fucking it. this guy brought it full circle, made me laugh. Chappelle does that too. And yeah, that's a that's a classic. And Rogan does it too sometimes, but the, the thing is, we don't like when Rogan talks about it, he's like, you guys don't see the hundred times he bombed. 
Right. Huh. Like went up, went up before somebody uh, at the comedy club on a Tuesday and just fucking nothing just bombed. Everyone's like laughing, like making fun of them and like, get off the stage. Like, <laughs> like sucked dicks. And then he'd come off the stage and everyone pats him on the back and goes, Oh, well, you know, better luck next time. Like you don't see the hundred times that he did that yeah. because you just see the fine tuned machine that got the HBO special. You That's know? the thing I find they, interesting though, is when they, to make it as mainstream, like, so I, I'm not going to say he was small, but, um, and I cannot even begin to say his last name, but Sebastian Maniscalco, whatever. Maniscalco. Yeah. 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 I think he's hysterical, but I have to see him is key. Like I couldn't like, he's not as funny if I only heard him because right, his delivery it's, it's is him. Visual. Yeah. yeah. But like I was watching uh, football on Saturday doing cardio and he's on the TV doing his picks. Huh. And I'm like, yeah. How did you become this famous when a couple of years ago I would show people him and they're like, oh my God, this guy's hysterical. Who is he? And I'm like, that's so cool. And he was already big. Like, it's not like I found him. He was big and still people didn't know him. And now he's doing, you know, college game day. I'm like, how the hell did that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> no, they, they put their work in. They put a lot of time in. It's, it's a very, very tough job. I had somebody know? ask me that last week, Ron. I knew you would laugh. So he was like, you're funny. You should do comedy. I'm like, oh, that's not the same thing <laughs> yeah. watching me suck isn't funny yeah one line in one moment one time is not the same as standing well, in front of people being funny for an hour <laughs> i i can't remember i can't remember who said it but their their line was they hate when people say oh you're a comedian oh i would have never guessed you're not really you know like <laughs> you're, not that funny. You're, not, you're not that funny and their 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 answer was oh being a comedian is it's not about being a funny person minute to minute it's yeah. about mm -hmm. understanding the craft and having the timing yeah and it's right. like a skill i have but i'm not funny when i walk around and get groceries and meet people randomly and deal with my dentist like well, thing, people if you, like, didn't, if you didn't know uh if you didn't know rogan was a comedian you watched his show would you guess he was a comedian right exactly I mean, he's so yeah. educated he knows so many things at no point you're like oh this guy should be a comedian like and it's not that there's nothing funny that happens but I find that to be one of the most interesting things about him is he's like such a well-rounded person. Like, how can you do this and that? Because people always say to comedians, like, oh, tell me a joke. And they're like, no, it's not how it works. Yeah. I don't have <laughs> jokes to tell you. I have a <laughs> tell me a one liner I can do. <laughs> yeah. like, I have a four-minute bit I can do. What do you want me to like? We just throw that down right now with no context? Yeah. You know? How much time do you a got? joke. <laughs> Hey, that's like a bodybuilder, though. How much you bench? Yeah. Right? I don't fucking know. I, don't. I always say 225. I say 225. That's always my answer. 10. I don't even say a number. I just say 225. You get like confusing looks from that, I bet. Well, they're, they're immediately yeah. like, huh. that's not impressive. But you just leave it. 225. Yeah. Yeah, 225. Yeah. Huh. Because yeah. I used to actually say, like, well, I don't bench. And I'm like, they don't actually care. It's yeah, like when somebody do. says, how you doing? They don't actually want you to answer. The answer is good. Don't fucking tell them you're not doing well. No one gives a shit. Yeah, don't stop and break down your divorce. And <laughs> well, I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, times have been a little There's tough. There's a fake question. <laughs> unless, unless they're setting you up for because my cousin benches 10 pounds more than that. Of right. course. You know. You do 225? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have a cousin. He benches 315. How about that? I, oh, you're I, I you're had 330 that, once? Yeah, I had a cousin who was like 340. 
Yeah, <laughs> just like you, Ron. Just like you. Just like you. Just you know what's funny? But better arms. I, like re- I like to reverse that. <laughs> like somebody will say something like that. Like, oh, I used to be your just your size. Maybe you know, I always say like maybe a little bigger. I go, oh, what happened? Why'd you let yourself go? <laughs> and that ends it. Yeah. It's done. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought, Dick. Moving you on. Give up. <laughs> <laughs> Had kids, huh? Told you. Um, <laughs> all right, yes. let's see here. Get Boom, got that, got that. I got time for another one. You got time for one more. All right, I want to get this. Yeah, going. I got time for oh, one more. This is this is good, and you guys can both give me some good feedback. Um, when you blast for size, roughly how long is the duration? And let's say you, you're basing the decision mm-hmm. on when to compete or whatever on how much time you need. From 1995 <laughs> to 2015. <laughs> All right, guys, good I show. Remember, like. That was a, cla- <laughs> a classic Ron answer right there. Yeah. That was like yeah. when you said you were bloated for 15 years. You're like, I felt right. bloated for 15 years. <laughs> And, and, I and water's bubbling, not Exactly. Yeah. How long have you had that water retention? I don't know. It's like 1995. <laughs> I pulled off for two days twice a year. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Very valid. No, I don't know. I used to always say, "Well, I'd do like a 16-week cycle, and then I'd go off." Right in the old old mm. days. So. That's how we used to do it. And then I remember trying, like, I don't know, everyone went through all these phases, you know, with the message boards and stuff. They're like, okay, we're going to do eight-week blasts. Hmm. And we're going to yeah. do, like, and we'll, we'll get more of them in. And then it's like, like six-week blasts. And we'll get yeah. more of them in, yeah, you know. And all these different cycle ideas came out. And then at the end of the day, it turns out what worked was just to go on stuff and stay on for, like, four months. <laughs> it's, it's so true. We... we um I was actually just having that conversation with somebody about supplements, training, bodybuilding in general. And after all the years and all the back and forth and all the things you try, somehow you end up back with, you should cycle for 12 to 16 weeks. You should train progressively. You need protein, carbs, and fats. Okay, yeah, that's it. Somehow it gets, it gets back to that. <laughs> at the end of the day. It, it all comes all the way back. And it's like, these are the things you need. Because I was asked recently by uh, by somebody what what their line needed, and I was like, "You mean things I'll actually use?" And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "You need an intro." Okay. Right. Talk to you later. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, because yeah, if yeah. you have the basics, like that's the only thing that I can definitely say that like when when I started using that with Condemned, it's it's night and day. I'm like, oh, a, a good my workouts are better nice longer. Feature. Yeah. You know, it's a good feature for a, a line. It is. Yep. That's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about as long wow, as it, okay. as long as you're growing too? You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, if you, what if you you know you commit to 16 and then 12 weeks in, it's like, yeah, this isn't doing it anymore. Then maybe it was a 12 weeks is a good amount of time. Or what if you get to 16 and you're Scott, like, damn, Scott. things are going so good. Nobody goes off early. <laughs> that's actually true they just stop growing you're talking about it on. as if it happens you're yeah. like yeah you know when you know when you you know when you end a cycle early no no never never heard of that yeah, exactly which reminds me i still gotta i still gotta see the tooth fairy tonight um uh the only time i ever ended a cycle early was when i tore my quad Ooh, yeah that's a reason yeah 
And that was that was, like, it was yeah. in the it was in the pantry and he couldn't get to it. He would have kept going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my that was my get big again cycle because I got my pro card the year before and then I didn't really take any juice and I was like, you know, well, I better like get big so I can do a show, you know. So I was like, better get big, and right. you know, that's when it came off the bone. Boom. Or longer. How about that? You know, so the opposite. Like say. You're still because the the question was what you know you how yeah you long? get your blood work done maybe your blood work's awesome you yeah. haven't been on much shit you've been Go doing for good month. Yeah. yeah I don't disagree with okay. that okay. for sure so the takeaways from this episode are you can stay on for like ever mostly ever almost right. mostly ever okay that's the main takeaway I don't yeah. even remember the that's rest it. of the episode you said the main takeaways and I was like there's more than one. Yeah. <laughs> and you need like 11 machines those are your top three pieces yes those are your top yes. three <laughs> your top three pieces are the following 11 machines <laughs> we, we gave you know we actually answered like zero questions today i realized that like the only thing that we yeah. came up with was rhinoceros like we're gonna be a rhino we're gonna be an eagle we were that's, real that's certain about those. Was, i think we were about 50 percent bodybuilding though weren't we not even <laughs> not even not close 40 it, okay it's it's, it's, might have that. it's just bodybuilding minus most of what we talked about today is <laughs> this is this that machine by the way ron I, I was like looking around for it yeah that's it that's the uh oh no that's the that's a different row the one the low row you load the plates down low oh okay that's like a different row yeah That'd so be a good row though it's more like the the hammer strength seated bro that's that you're sitting okay i think i know what you're talking about yes yeah you put the you put the plates like down by the floor yep but it's it's uh it's it's a bit of a lower pull it's it's great i can I'll picture, send you a picture it now. after yes okay we need this okay re- remember everybody like share subscribe comment ring the bell ring the- and uh my yeah yeah. And it's good to be back. I had a very hectic two weeks, by the way. So I appreciate it wasn't just the weekend in Hawaii. It was like very crazy. We got a lot of stuff going on. So I appreciate uh, Tommy filling in for me last weekend. And uh, you guys, you know, having me back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Remember, everybody, it's just bodybuilding.